Hey, it's Ryman coming to you with another Broncos Country Blitz. The Broncos get their first win at home on the season, beating the Packers 19-17 to to move to 2-5 on the 2023 season. And yeah, it was not a pretty game. There are some good things you can take away from it. There are some things, obviously, the Broncos still need to work on. It's questionable how good of an opponent the Packers are. But hey, in the NFL, a win is a win at the end of the day. And the Broncos made the plays when it counted and got the win. Will Lutz came through big for him in the kicking game. Russell Wilson did just enough in the passing game, including using his feet for a big run in the game. And I think we might have found our identity a little bit. Pound in the rock and play action. And really, wasn't that kind of the ideal when we started the season? A little bit? Maybe molding that a little bit with Sean Payton's style of offense or or his offensive scheme. And certainly it worked pretty well yesterday. Javante Williams had a big day. McLaughlin had a good day. Pirine had a couple timely plays, including a great catch where he got away from the defender and was able to pick up extra yardage. And yeah, when I say there's still stuff to work on, the Broncos were up 16-3. They were up 16-3 and allowed the Packers to come back, take the lead. Russell Wilson took the Broncos down for a final drive, I should say, for the field goal to take the lead, and the Broncos were able to shut it out thanks to a timely interception by P.J. Locke. And I always liked P.J. Locke, so I was excited to see him get his first pick. I'm glad to see him back on the field. Obviously, I don't like the circumstances in which he had to get back on the field. Kareem Jackson taking a seat. And, of course, we found out today that he's going to be suspended. Initial press on it is four games. They'll probably appeal, get it down to two or three or something like that. But it gave P.J. Locke a chance, and the one thing you find out about that guy is he can cover a lot of field. And, you know, it looked bleak there at the end of the game. Packers were driving, like, what the heck? We're going to let another one slip away. Pack ended up getting a penalty. We finally got in their face, pushed them back a little bit. Love threw the ball up, and interception for the win. And even after that, we still had to run the clock out. That final player, Russell Wilson, rolled out and, well, partially rolled out, I should say, and threw the ball up to run the clock out. That always makes me nervous. I don't know about you guys. It always makes me nervous. I, I know you're probably fine. There's not much the defense can do with how many ever seconds that was, six seconds, five seconds left on the clock. But it just still makes you nervous. You know what I mean? Like, well, what if something happens? And then all of a sudden, the, the offense gets the ball back for the Packers in field goal range. But it worked out. It worked out. MVP of the game might have been Will Lutz. Four for four on field goal attempts yesterday. Also had the extra point. Obviously had a big game yesterday. And Sean Payton mentioned in his post game that he feels that his attitude and the type of kicker he is just fits his team. And he thinks he could be one of the greats one day. And, and he... He played well, and every kick he made, he kicked with confidence. I mean, he put his full foot into it. And honestly, it was good to see Baron Browning back. He wasn't much of a factor yesterday, and and you wanted him to be. He was more of a factor of being offsides a few times. 
And the reason I say honestly is our defense we didn't record a sack yesterday. You would have thought we would have got a sack on Love, at least a couple. And we didn't record a sack. And if you would have told me we were going into the game, we wouldn't get any sacks and somehow still win the game, I would have been like, eh, I don't know about that, but we did. So the defense still has plenty to work on. Zach Allen's sightings were few and far between. He still has to step up his play for sure. And Alex Singleton again yesterday, leading the team in tackles. What? Just a solid player at linebacker. Just comes to play week in and week out. And you got to admit, it feels good getting a win at home. Regardless of what the season outlook is, what it has been, it just feels good finally getting a win at home. I also like the little tweak they did to the field again. They painted the end zones orange with the blue writing. I've always thought it should be that way. Kind of the focus on the orange. You know, the Broncos are all about the orange, orange crush, all that. I liked that. I don't know whose idea that was, but I I thought that looked good. I, I thought it was something the Broncos should have added a while back. So who knows if they'll keep it up. But, you know, I liked liked the way it looked. Sometimes you have to try to start new traditions and get something locked on. We tried the week you know week prior or the home game prior, I should say, but the color rush didn't go so well. Maybe maybe that'll be the good good luck charm. The the making of the end zones orange. Who knows? We'll see. I'll cling on to anything I can for the Broncos to continue to do well. How's that? But think about it. Now we're going to go in to next week before the bye. We're going to play the Chiefs at home, and we're going to know a lot about this team now. Now, they could get to 3-5. and five, Makes the second half of the season a lot more interesting. If they don't, we're kind of back to where we were. We're going to trade anybody. All that, all that information. We'll see what happens. But you have to enjoy the wins in the NFL. And especially when your team's struggling, you have to enjoy the wins. And I'm going to enjoy this win. It was a hard-fought win. Wasn't pretty. But at the end of the day in the NFL, a win is a win. Do want to mention as well, Cortland Sutton. Now, if running the ball is our identity, and we make that our identity moving forward, Cortland Sutton seems to be the better receiver in terms of our primary receiver off those play-action plays. He showed it yesterday, had the deep catch, ran the touchdown route perfectly. I mean, was wide open. And it makes it interesting because... There's been all this talk about trades. Is it going to be Sutton? Is it going to be Judy? Is it going to be anybody? And then Sutton kind of made his case. He either made his case to be more valuable for somebody else or to be valuable and stay with the Broncos. Time will tell. But regardless of what you take of this game, I still feel that the culture is changing. Sean Payton was not the happiest postgame yesterday. He was glad they won, but he wasn't very happy other than that. And and I like that from the standpoint of, hey, it's still not good enough. Not good enough. We need to play a lot more solid than we have been to beat the better teams. Like I said, the Packers, it's questionable how good of a team they are. Jordan Love, I think, is going through a little bit of a, in terms of his second-year starter, or I'm sorry, his first-year starter, Kind of, kind of second season where he's had any kind of action or whatever. Uh, you know, really going through the learning curve. We'll put it that way. We'll put it that way. He's going through some learning curves right now. The Broncos caught him on one. Who knows how he'll look or if he'll still be the Packers starter the next time we see them. 
And Russell Wilson, after having just an atrocious game, atrocious game in Kansas City, 20-29 for 194 and a touchdown, one carry for 21 yards, big run. He looked solid again. He was making decisive decisions. couple that maybe you should have let go of that he didn't. But the thing I was very happy to see is he was using his outlet receivers again. He hit a couple of the hot slant routes. I have been saying that for weeks. Anyone has been listening to this is, where are the hot slant routes? You see every other team in the NFL running. Where are they for us? We had them yesterday. It was fun to finally see those involved. And who knows why we weren't didn't have them before. Could have been the defenses we were playing. Could have been just issues with our personnel. Who knows? But we got it yesterday. I just feel like sometimes those hot slant routes, just that quick throw, just kind of get, get your momentum going. Sometimes just that simple pitch and catch. And, and it seemed to do that for us yesterday when we were able to go ahead and connect on it. But it's kind of neat the Broncos have a three-headed horse at running back. Williams, McLaughlin, and Pirine. And none of them should be going anywhere anytime soon. So could could really be an identity moving forward. We shall see. We shall see. Now if we could get Dulcich back, kind of to have the double tight end set, play action off of that, I think that'd be pretty neat. Time will tell on that. Marvin Mims, we still need to find a way to get that guy involved. Didn't have any catches. Had a run for minus 11 yards yesterday. So still things we need to work on. Still people we need to include in the offense. But hey, Broncos got the win. Win leading at halftime. You know, got the end of that streak. We lost, I can't remember how many it was, what, 10 in a row or something when, when holding the lead at halftime? And not now. Not now. We got the win. That streak is over with. And... You know, I, I think sometimes, now, when we have, we beat the Bears, we thought it would be a leap board for something. You can always hope every win is a leap board for something. Like, okay, maybe this is what they've learned from this, and this will mean this much better going forward. We'll see. The interesting part is it was mixed after the Broncos won because some people out there wanted them to tank for Caleb Williams, and so they weren't happy they won. I don't know. I'm a big fan of, you know what, you play to win games and the draft works out how it works out. We have seen plenty of first overall picks be busts. We have seen a bunch of lower picks in the first round become stellar quarterbacks. We've seen picks in the second and third round become great quarterbacks. I just don't put much into it. And honestly, the way Caleb Williams is acting with the whole stock of the of the team that drafts him in the NFL and all that, all these demands before he ever takes a snap, has certain teams he'll go to, or if not, he'll stay in college. It feels very Johnny Manziel-like to me. Or, uh, oh gosh, who was the other one I was thinking of earlier? Uh, I, I thought of a couple other ones that just didn't didn't work out in the NFL when they kind of had this ego going into the league. And I just feel like that's Caleb Williams right now. So I'm not very high on it. In terms of drafting him, if we end up drafting him, he does great, great. But the tank for him, I don't feel that at all anymore. I don't feel it at all anymore. I don't think that's something we should be looking at. Um, and I don't think that's the Broncos' culture. I just don't think they're a team that's going to tank. Now, you could say that that's what the Cardinals are still doing. There's a few other teams out there. 
I think talent-wise, I, I think the Broncos are still better than some other teams out there with the same or worse records. So time will tell in terms of where the draft order goes. It's a deep quarterback draft, though. And really, at the end of the day, I don't care whose name is called if we go quarterback next year, as long as it's someone Sean Payton can work with. If the Broncos gain some steam here in the second half and in the season eight at nine or something like that, we could be looking at a totally different position to draft in the first round altogether anyways. If we if we can get our legs under us on offense and, and make a run in the second half, it may be a moot point anyways. Time will tell. But enjoy this win. Second win of the 2023 season. Yes, a lot of things to still clean up. Yes, at the end, I was like, there's no way we're going to blow this again. But we, we came through in the clutch. Got the winning drive for the field goal. Then we're able to stop the Packers on the other end. And P.J. Locke had a very good time to get his first interception as a pro. So, overall, had to be fun for the fans there. They were able to get be there for the first victory at home this year. And hopefully it's not the last one. Like I said, hopefully it's a leap board for something else. At least a few more home wins or something else the rest of the season. And really, you have to like the young nucleus on the Broncos. You have to. There's just there's just certain players you're just looking at going, okay, you're shining right now. You, 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 maybe not every second of the game, but you're just showing these points of just exploding or you're going to be a star or you're going to be a, a great star, at least for the Broncos. And, and I see a lot of players on this roster that are younger that we're going to be able to build off of. And that that is very promising. Very promising, great to see. And really, after the last few years of giving up all the draft picks for Wilson and Sean Payton, you, you got to hope to see that, and we're starting to see it. So I, you got to take a positive in terms of that out of this game as well. So once again, the Broncos beat the Packers at home at Mile High, 19-17, to to move to 2-5 and five on the 2023 season. Until next time, this is the Rye Man with the Broncos Country Blitz. And remember to find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Broncos Country. And on Twitter at DDCR underscore BCB.